We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friend at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. A recent CBS News investigation has found that only about half of the homicides in the U.S. are being solved, and that's a record low. And in St. Louis, police are doing a little bit better. As of Friday, the rate was about 56%. Last year, it was 55%. But why is it so hard to find suspects in the homicides that are occurring in the city's around the country. Here to talk about that with us is the Major of the Bureau of Investigative Services at the St. Louis Metropolitan Police Department, Major Ryan Cousins. Major, thank you very much for joining me this morning. Thank you, sir. You're welcome. So when you hear these numbers, 50% nationwide, and you guys are doing about 55, 56%, what are are your thoughts as you hear that? Well, the difficulty that we're having or the challenge that we're having is that people coming forward with uh, information. We've had several homicides where there's been several people at that location. Our most recent one is in O'Fallon Park where we had hundreds of people there. And when we got there, nobody saw anything. And those are kind of the challenges that we're having. Um, How we solve homicides is usually by witness information leading us to a suspect or uh, physical evidence, i.e. DNA, leading us to evidence. Um, But we also need, you know, someone or a person to say, hey, I, I saw such and such that did it. Um, that would uh, really help. And so far, um, despite our efforts, we've uh, attended community meetings. We've made uh, cue cards um, trying to solicit information, but that information uh, has been coming in really slow. You know, we have our tips hotline, uh, which is uh, anonymous and somehow we still have this uh, era of where people are pretty much seeing something but saying nothing. I mean, they may they may talk to their friends and family, but that information is not getting to us. And some of those hearsay information we really can't use uh, in a court really for prosecution. Why do you think people are uh, either afraid or at least reluctant to come forward with that information? Well, normally uh, they're they're afraid to get involved because of our retaliation. Um, some people may think that you know they might you know occur some wrath uh, from those who are involved, and you know we have victim services who can relocate witnesses. We we put that information out. Even the uh, circuit attorney's office have uh, processes where they can relocate witnesses. But I think it's still that fear, and what we need or what we have not been seeing is that. Um, a lot of political leaders are people of influence. Um, you know, we're, we're just starting to, ch- to see that where uh, we had a meeting the other day with uh, Adolphus Pruitt uh, from the Damien Baker's 
a homicide at 8th and Siri, and he was there to try to, you know, influence people to uh, to talk to us. Uh, I've met with the clergy, uh, all the women board from the 27th Ward, and also uh, Mr. Bowman from the uh, NAACP in the county. And we have met to try to uh, encourage other leaders to come forward. We really need a concerted effort to change this culture of silence that we currently have. So if we could get a push on that, you know, maybe that would encourage uh, more people to come forward to give us the information to change it from seeing something and saying nothing to uh, seeing something and uh, saying a lot as far as, you know, identifying those who have done it. And I think if we get that going, then these people will be afraid to commit these crimes because they know they're going to get identified and get arrested. And you mentioned the anonymous tip line. It seems like if you offer a reward and you offer the opportunity to be anonymous, that that would get some people to call in. Uh, why don't they even go that route, do you think? I, I think it's still a fear. And, uh, hey, you know, uh, I know we've been trying to get that information out. Uh, can't say, but we're also willing to try, if that's the case, to even get that message out even more. Uh, we recently upped the uh, reward on the Damian Baker case from ten dollars to $15,000. And so far, I still haven't not received any information. And there were several people out there that night when that information occurred. So, hey, uh, you know, we've tried. Maybe we we can probably do a, a better effort than that. But, you know, hey, that information is out there. We, we preach it all the time and it's on our card. So we, we're trying every way possible. Uh, obviously, we're open to new ideas to see how that can happen. That's why we started the cue card program where we put um, the information, how to get to the tips hotline, uh, the uh, victim's picture on there, and a little bit about the homicide where you could uh, just uh, use the QR code, go to the uh, homicide website and learn about that case and either put that information in from your phone or call the tips hotline where you could get a reward. And those are just some of the new ideas that we've been trying. But so far, still, there is a reluctance from people to, uh, to give that information. Visiting with the major at the Bureau of Investigative Services at the St. Louis Metropolitan Police Department, Ryan Cousins. Uh, the, the QR code situation, uh, is that kind of an attempt to, to step to the next level of communication? I mean, everybody relies on their phones so much. You think that that might, you know, get people, prompt people to, to help you out? Right. Yes. Because, you know, we're, we're trying to also use emerging technologies along with existing technology. And then, like you said, everybody's on their phone. So you really just in the palm of your hands, you have a way to give us, uh, you know, these anonymous tips. And again, those tips are completely anonymous. We, we don't even know who's, who, who sent them. They go directly to the tips hotline and they forward us that information. And there's no information on there as to who sent it. And, and we could use that information. But People are still reluctant to do so. But, yes, we are trying our best to look at best practices around the country. And this is one of the ideas that we saw actually uh, from Miami Day. So we thought we could adopt it here, being that we have unsolved cases that we're currently working on. Now, let's go back and define exactly what it means to clear a case, because we hear about cases that are not prosecuted and there have been, I believe, 11 so far this year of the homicide cases that you presented to prosecutors uh, that have not been uh, prosecuted. What, what, is, what does it mean to clear a homicide? Okay, so when, uh, it, it's several ways. We, we could clear it by arrest or clear it by exceptional circumstances. 
So arrest, as it states, say, uh, identify you as a person who committed the homicide. We arrest you, build a case, and we uh, present that case to the circuit attorney's office. Uh, whether they prosecute or not, that if, if we have built a case for that, that's clear. What we've seen so far is most of the cases that are refused by the circuit attorney's office has some kind of um, self-defense issue. And we have been working very well with the uh, circuit attorney's office. They have issued over 70, 70, 70% of our other cases that we are presented to them. But we know that some of these cases present difficulties that they probably cannot overcome. And so maybe it's for uh, not insufficient evidence or there's a self-defense claim and those cases are refused. The other way is by exceptional clearance where we identify a person uh, who did the homicide, uh, do the investigation. Uh, we have enough evidence to support an arrest. However, uh, we can't arrest that person. Uh, so we build a case, uh, present it uh, to the circuit attorney's office. That person may be in another jurisdiction where they cannot be extradited or they're being charged with another case or the person that we have identified has somehow either died maybe by the hands of another or maybe by a self-inflicted wound. Or we may have, uh, we may build that case, identify the subject, have it ready for prosecution, but the victim refused to cooperate. So those are some of the kind of ways that we could clear a case, but we probably can't get an offender into into custody. And not talking just about St. Louis, but about elsewhere around the country, you hear some talk about one reason we're seeing an increase in crime is because of a, uh, a, a reluctance by prosecutors to prosecute and uh, a justice system that allows suspects to be released uh, more often than it used to. Is that what you're seeing on the streets? Do you think that has anything to do with the increase in crime and especially homicides and not just in St. Louis, but around the country? You know, we've been, we've been having a lot of challenges since 2020. I think we're still recovering from that. Um, We have less police, um, not only on departments around the country, but we have less police wanting to join the uh, profession of policing because the stigma that's been, um, about since 2020 about defunding police and the, you know, the criticism or some wanted, some unwanted criticism that we have received. Um, I, I really think that since then, the crimes has risen, you know, around the country in different states uh, for that reason. I think, you know, I, I'm not sure if what you would call, I guess that was coined the Ferguson effect where police officers are somewhat maybe reluctant to go hard because they're worried about either being prosecuted um, or being, you know, labeled as, you know, somewhat maybe racist or maybe too uh, overzealous in, um, in, in making arrests. So some of that may have something to do with it. I think it's going to take some time. But from what I've seen here is that criminals are, um, are bolder than they used to. I think uh, the gun crime since, uh, legislation since 2017 have, have pretty much provided more guns in the people's hands than they have ever done before. Uh, normally, as I previously stated in an interview, you know, with the prior gun laws before prior to 2017, uh, if we stop someone and they did not have a legal weapon, that's an arrest that we could make. So that's some of the challenges that we are facing right now. And I'm sure it's not only just in St. Louis, it's around the country also. Major, what kind of weapons are you seeing on the streets? Anywhere from nine millimeters, 40 millimeters. And we've seen a lot of rifles uh, lately uh, because you can fire uh, uh, more bullets 
in one single pull of the trigger. So you're you're finding people are, you know, being more accurate nowadays uh, with just one pull of the trigger because you have a high capacity weapon that can shoot out a bullet. Um, a lot, I'm sure you have seen the recent pictures, especially from downtown with subjects walking around with rifles. And, uh, you know, that is one of the issues that uh, the new gun laws have, have brought about. Prior to that, you really didn't see that that much. But yes, 90, 90 plus percent of our homicides has been with uh, weapons, firearms, so, actually. As a, a major on, on investigative services bureau, what would you like to see done? What can be done to help reduce the killing, whether it's legislative, whether it's just people among other people, getting along, whatever it is? What do you think is the key to, to turning this around? Well, it, it would be several um, you know, ways we could do this. Or so what I would like to see is that on a, on a legislative level, I understand um, in the entire Missouri we've passed a law, um, the gun laws have changed. But I would like to see at least in the cities, because we, we would like to make this about people. I would like to see for our city where there could be some exception to that rule where we could at least enforce something sim simple as, hey, once you enter our city, if you have a weapon, you have to lock your weapon up, keep it in a lockbox. We've had several cars broken into where people have left their weapons inside their vehicles. And, you know, so now criminals have those weapons at, at their behest to use it against anyone. If you're coming down here for safety reasons and you think you're carrying a gun, if you have to leave that weapon in your car, you know, once you leave that weapon in that car, you're pretty much don't have the protection of that weapon anymore. So it's pretty much uh, useless. Um, I would like to see uh, more uh, political leaders get involved and, you know, ask the public to resolve their disputes uh, peacefully whenever incidents occur, such as the Damian Baker incident where an individual is just, uh, you know, killed in such a manner that hey, we, we give a public outcry similar to when the police, you know, abuse their powers and say in the George Floyd incidents, because it's, it's still a death, even though it's not by the hands of the police. You know, that's that's someone's son, that's someone's brother, that's someone's relative that's still losing their life. And I think life should matter, matter um, no matter how um, or how they die. So I, I wouldn't mind seeing a just a unified call uh, to stop that violence by people of influence in this uh, city. You know, all the all the people, state representative, um, state senators to let people know, hey, this is not the kind of city that we want to live in. And this is not the behavior that uh, we're going to tolerate. A lot of it does come down to the grassroots, doesn't it? People on the street, people in the neighborhoods, leaders, families coming together and saying enough. Yes, sir. You know, and I, and I really think if we band together as a community, as, as we should, then if someone knows that if I shoot somebody or any crime for that matter, hey, someone is going to tell on me and I'm going to get caught. I think that would send a strong message and you would see less of this, uh, you know, violence that you see on a normal basis that we have pretty much as a culture just and as a city just come to accept it as if it's just a regular day occurrence. Yeah, and it is unacceptable. Major Ryan Cousins, he's the head of the Bureau of Investigative Services. Thank you so much for joining me this morning and stay safe and good luck in solving more of these homicides. Yes, sir. And thank you very much. 
We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 